On this episode of Ah, Would You Look at the Time, my colleague Allegra Frank and I take a trip down to the Sunshine State, F-L-O-R-I-D-A. My next guest. My name is Vicki Iozia, and I'm a volunteer here at the Ellie Schiller Homosassa Springs Wildlife State Park. This state-funded park has been the home for the local celebrity hippopotamus named Lou. So what if the hippopotamus has killed more people than any other animal in Africa? I wouldn't be very good. I can't imagine a hippo herd adopting a white donkey. Yes, I love the hippo, H-I-P-P-O-I. Yeah, we're not in New York anymore, baby. Every year, Homosassa Springs throws this party. Holy mackerel! You could eat a whole watermelon. All we go is give that whole watermelon. It was very tense. There was a lot of anxiety there. So, Allegra, recently we went on a trip for my birthday. Yes, we did. And away from the cold. Right. We were in Florida for a few days. It was my 30th birthday, so I felt like I had to make it somewhat momentous. Which is why we went to a grocery store. Not just any grocery store. We went to a Publix, one of my favorite grocery store chains in America. Yeah, one of them. It's the little things that make the difference. Publix, Publix, Publix. If you've spent some time in the Sunshine State, you already know this, but Publix is a grocery store chain predominantly in Florida. Kind of loved by every person I know who's aware of it. But mostly people who I know who used to live in Florida. Mm -hmm. People love their subs, their sandwiches, the pub subs at the deli. You know, it's just one of those big, clean grocery stores that we all know and love. That you know and love. Sandwich platter. Anything to drink? Root beer. Let me just take a look at the chips. Oh, we have to go in the sauce aisle. Nitro? My favorite soda. Dr. Publix. Ooh, cool root beers. Fago, cotton candy, cheer wine. Wow, white cheddar jalapeno, simply Cheetos. Famous sauce, tarragon vinegar. I didn't see any horseradish, did you? You liked it too, though. I did. There was a great selection there. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff. Oh, there's Oreos over here. Yes, all of them. Two for seven. I need two of these. I have recently come to realize, maybe with age, that I really love going to grocery stores. Yeah, honestly, there's something really nice about it when you go at the right time. There's something kind of comforting about that. I agree with that. It probably stemmed from my obsession with weird snacks and sauces and whatnot. But I also wonder if it's like growing up going to Toys R Us and loving to run through the action figure aisle. And this is just like an age appropriate equivalent. Also, you just love food. Yes. (laughs) As you can imagine from uh, the few episodes we've done. Mm -hmm. Yep. But yeah, I just wanted to go get a sub, or as we call them, Connecticut, a grinder. Sure. At the deli in Publix for my birthday. Oh, they have veggie options. Garlic and herb tofu. Wow. Greek. Sounds really good. But we didn't just go to Florida to get some good sandwiches for my birthday, I will admit it. Yeah, that was a good part of it, though. We went for someone else's birthday, someone's 60th birthday. His name is Lou, and he's a hippopotamus. Yeah, a 60-year-old hippo. Uh, Hippos are really only expected to live for 30 to 50 years in the wild, so he's way up there. 
Yeah, so we flew all the way down to the Tampa Bay to go to a party that was being thrown for Lou at the park where he lives, Homosassa Springs Wildlife State Park. Located in Homosassa, Florida, the park is home to a variety of wildlife native to Florida, from alligators to Florida panthers, flamingos, manatees, but there's one animal they have that's not native to Florida. Hippopotamus, our boy Lou. And he has a bit of reputation around these parts. He's his own hippo all the time. He does exactly what he wants to do. The day before Lou's birthday party, we got to talk to Vicki Iosia, a volunteer at the park. She's been there for over 15 years, and she loves Lou. She knows all about his history. She does his educational programs at the park. She even has a bench in the park with a plaque on it that says, Lou and Vicki forever. I will get there at the lagoon, and I'll say, hey, Lou. And he'll look up, and people say, oh, he knows you. I said, well... I've been feeding him for 16 years. He better know me. <laughs> so Lou has been in the park probably longer than anyone else there since 1964. Yep. Back when it was not even a state park. It was a privately owned roadside attraction with a bunch of exotic animals on the side of US-19. It had monkeys. It had peacocks. It had lions. It had a bear. And Lou was here then. And people used to pay to throw marshmallows in his mouth. If you're doing the math right, that means that Lou was born in 1960, and he was born at the San Diego Zoo. So he's an American-born hippo, and he's always lived in captivity. So why is Lou, a hippo born in San Diego, living at a state park in Florida? Well, when he was four, he was bought by this man named Ivan Torres. My next guest... I'm sure you are familiar. He's written a book about his experiences called My Life in the Wild. Would you welcome, please, Ivan Tours? Ivan Tours. Ivan Tours, uh, he's a pretty well known filmmaker. He's known mostly for his animal themed TV shows and movies. One you are probably familiar with is Flipper. Do you know that uh, one? Yes, I yeah. do. Love that dolphin. They call me Flipper, Flipper, faster than lightning. Other film and TV projects he worked on include Sea Hunt, which featured Lloyd Bridges, uh, Gentle Ben, Clarence the Cross-Eyed Lion, Zebra in the Kitchen. There's a zebra in the kitchen. There's a tiger on the roof. A bunch of animal movies and TV shows. Ivan Torres filmed a lot of his productions, including Flipper, in Florida. And Vicky says he kept a bunch of his animal actors at Homosassa Springs under his animal actors program. And Lou, the hippo, was actually one of these animal actors and was apparently in some of Ivan's TV shows. So Lou has some history in front of the camera. Yes, he is a child actor. From what I understand, he was in a few episodes of Mr. Tor's shows Cowboy in Africa and Doctari. There's not really any documented proof that Lou was the hippo in these episodes, but I can't imagine there are like multiple hippos that they were able to film. <laughs> On TV. <laughs> yeah. There's an episode of Doctari that he was most likely in. It's an episode called The Return of Ethel and Albert. Uh, it featured a hippopotamus and a donkey as an inseparable duo, despite their interspecies differences. <laughs> oh, you mean Ethel and Albert, the little hippo and the donkey? Yes, our two inseparable orphans seem to be nothing but double trouble. <laughs> 
Apparently, this was also true in real life. Lou had a best friend named Susie. She was a donkey. And when they needed him to walk into the scene, they just let Susie go, and he followed her. Well, then Susie went to donkey heaven, and he lost his muse. I love that anecdote so much. I believe 1968 was Lou's last acting appearance. So he's been out of the biz for a while. But he's been in Homosassa ever since. Even when the park was bought by the state of Florida in 1989, and then it was turned into a state park. Which meant that Homosassa Springs could only house native wildlife. Hippos are not native to Florida. So they had to relocate all those exotic animals, including Lou, uh, until his fans heard the news. When they found out that he was going to have to leave, the people in the community got very upset, especially in the local newspaper, and they got a petition together. And the petition said, please don't take our hippo. They got lots and lots of signatures. And then they gave it to the gentleman who was the governor then, Governor Childs, Lawton Childs. I like him. <laughs> he made Lou an honorary citizen of Florida, so that's why he's still here. So there's no stopping Lou. He stays where he wants to stay. He does what he wants to do, just like Vicky says. He has a wonderful self-image and ego. Nothing that comes out of his body disgusts him. Everything he chooses to do, he's delighted with. The reason why Vicky explains Lou that way is Lou, over the years, has been known for a few mannerisms unique from the other animals in the park. Lou's more well-known characteristics by longtime visitors is his call, which a lot of people say sounds like uh, Darth Vader's laugh, what that sounds like. (laughs) And then there's his, I guess, his pooping technique. (laughs) And then there's his habit of relieving himself. Hopefully do it on the other side of the lagoon, uh, but he will start to spin his tail. And I'll yell to people, back up, back up. And it always takes three or four times. It's like they don't realize. And all of a sudden, they probably inhale and they realize that they better move. It's gross. (laughs) And there's a sign right outside of his lagoon that says splatter zone. It's like one of those yellow diamond caution signs. And it has a hippo pooping on it. Yeah. Homosassa sells splatter zone stickers and T-shirts in the gift shop. I used to have one of those growing up. Of course you did. Uh, I should also mention that both those habits are things that all hippos do. <laughs> I'm not sure it's very unique to him. But you know, there's a ton of videos on YouTube of Lou doing that stuff. Me videotaping. There he goes. Yeah, I feel better now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so before we get into the birthday festivities themselves, Andrew, you should probably explain why we spent money and time to fly down to Florida for a hippo's 60th birthday. I mean, a hippo turning 60 is impressive, but I don't think anyone else from New York went all the way to Florida to celebrate that. Yeah, probably not. But I used to go to this park as a kid whenever I visited my grandma. She lives, like, not too far from there. But when I was a kid... Anyone who knew me at the time knew this. 
I was obsessed with hippos. And you still are. Yes, but not as much as I was back then. Like every project in art class, I had to make like a hippo theme. I would write stories about hippos all the time. I would research them at the library or like on the early internet or like the CD-ROM encyclopedias. I made up my own superhero called Hippo Man. I wrote comics about. I have a ton of hippo toys. Yes, you like hippos. Yeah. So I was 10 years old visiting my grandma when she first took us to Homosassa Springs. And as you can imagine, I freaked out when I found out they had a live hippo on the premises. I remember my mom getting so mad at me uh, when I first saw Lou because I, I borrowed her camera and I used the whole roll of film. This is like the beginning of the day <laughs> to take all these pictures of him. Uh, I still have some of those photos, actually. But yeah, I've known this hippo for, I guess, like 20 years now. Yeah. My grandma actually still sends me newspaper clippings from the Tampa Bay Times when they write about him for his birthday. Aww. So I just couldn't miss Lou's 60th birthday, especially it was my 30th birthday, you know? Yeah. everybody and happy Lou's birthday. The morning of the party, I think we had a lot of expectations. Well, you for sure did. But yeah, every year, Homostasis Springs throws this party. But this is Lou's 60th. That's a big achievement. Yeah, and Vicky hyped it up a little bit, I have to say. She says Lou can tell something special's happening. Now you'll see if you come early tomorrow morning, you could feel the excitement in the air. He sees all these people coming, and he gets excited. When he really gets excited, he moves his head up and down and splashes all the water. He knows it's coming. And the park was pretty crowded. There was barely any parking when we got there at 10 a.m. Yeah, mostly because, uh, like every one of Lou's birthdays, the park invites, I would say, multiple elementary schools to come to his birthday celebration. Yeah, there are a lot of kids. Yeah, they go and sign his birthday card. And they also had a little birthday collage of pictures of Lou, and there was this handmade sign with a 60 on it that looked like a cake. And everyone loves this part. Uh, They make this big cake for him, and they feed it to him. (laughs) But most importantly, Vicky, who hosted the celebrations, of course, took out her guitar to perform an original song she wrote dedicated to the senior hippopotamus. So now I'm going to sing you the song that I wrote for him many years ago when I just had on one for his birthday. Lou is Citrus County's hippo. Everybody loves our Lou. His job is really easy, he just does what hippos do. He lives in his lagoon, so come by and see him soon. He'll be there waiting just for you. People come in great big crowds to see him every year. He has nowhere else to go and so you'll find him here. He will open his mouth wide, watermelon lands inside, or today a cake. And when he wants another piece, it's very clear. Now a hippo's not an animal like you or me. He lives here in this lagoon, he has no privacy. So when you hear his tail spin, 
and you see him sport a grin, he will fling his tongue and then he'll say he he. Everybody, big and little people, happy birthday to you. Then there was that moment everyone was lined up for, with their cameras out. You know, the idea of just giving a hippopotamus a cake is something you don't see very often. So I can imagine that's a big reason why people show up. Yeah, and the build-up to that moment was intense. Yeah, here's a dramatic play-by-play of what happened. Two employees of the park emerge from behind the fence, each holding a side of the cake, baiting Lou to come to the edge of his pool. Lou swims slowly over to the edge of the water where they're holding the cake. He's not opening his mouth. He plays a game with them. When they move forward, he moves back in the water. When he comes forward, they move back. Hopefully, he'll open up his mouth and it'll land in there. Sometimes they just throw it in the water and he grabs it. After minutes of anticipation, two employees in sync throw the cake into the water in front of Lou. Lou momentarily flinches until he realizes what it is. The cake, still intact, with the number 60 on top, floating at the surface. Lou carefully moves towards it and chomps down. It was definitely something to see a giant sheet cake get thrown into a pool for a hippo. Yeah, it was it was very tense. There was a lot of uh, anxiety there. And then this wonderful catharsis of seeing Lou eat this cake. <laughs> yeah, all the kids loved it. But once he had the cake and the, the chaos died down, the kids had their popsicles. They moved on throughout the rest of the park. Okay, this way. You know, I think Vicky was right. He knew something nice was happening that day. (laughs) He was swimming back and forth in his lagoon. He kept lifting his head up over the water, pointing his snout up in the air. You could not tell that he was 60 years old. As the children left the hippo area, there was a moment of peacefulness in the park. Lou was swimming around in his man-made enclosure, and I was watching him. My eyes moved like slow-motion ping-pong balls stuck twirling in a whirlpool. And then, Lou swam towards me. We made eye contact. I looked at him, a 60-year-old hippo, and he looked at me, a 30-year-old man. He raised his head in the air at a 45-degree angle, as if he wanted me to scratch him under his chin. I understood him for that moment. 
I began to think about the dog I grew up with named Brandy. She looked like a hippo. She was overweight. She liked to eat cake. She'd sunbathe outside in the yard or jump into my grandma's pool. Sometimes she would just make relaxed growls, similar to the way a hippo would call. Was this the reason I loved hippopotami so much? Does it even matter? Why should I have to understand why I like something? Doesn't that take away a bit of the magic behind love? Whether it's the grocery store, a water pig, or an audio show, I should just be happy it exists. Maybe. Yeah, Lou must have loved that cake. And then two hours later, they were going to give him another one. Yeah. I guess he misses those marshmallows that people used to throw in his mouth. (laughs) Although I'm surprised that they still give him sweets like that. Yeah, I was wondering where that cake came from. Like, did someone at home bake it for him? Mm -hmm. Or like, is there a special caterer that makes cake for animals? But it turns out they picked up that cake from none other than my favorite grocery store, Publix. Hey. <laughs> What's more Florida than that? Getting a Publix cake for your birthday. He's a real Florida citizen now. Uh, yeah. Home Assassa picks up that cake from uh, their local Publix in the bakery. But it's not just a regular sheet cake you would normally get there. It's really bread with low sugar frosting. So he has a sweet tooth. Whatever teeth he has left, he has a sweet tooth. So... He eats the whole thing. So Lou's birthday, I think, was a success. Our Florida trip, I think, was a success. Yeah, we saw the hippo, and you got your pub sub, and you found some Publix version of Catalina dressing. California French, yeah. But I think now that we're back in New York, we can say this out loud. Mm -hmm. Uh, We know what Lou's real name is. (laughs) It's not Lou. It's not Lou. That's a nickname. Apparently, way back before Ivan Torres bought Lou from the San Diego Zoo, his actual name was Lucifer. As in the morning star, the fallen angel from God's heaven, the devil. But Lou is so old that no one knows how he got that name, not even Vicky. I have no idea how those Californians would name him Lucifer. And we don't use that name because people freak. You try looking it up in the internet and you don't get a hippo. You get all kinds of weird things. It's just one of those mysteries we couldn't solve. Wait. Okay. This reminds me of something I saw today on the way here. Okay. Um, I, we have to go outside to do it. Oh, it's cold. I have to show you something outside. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Where is it? Oh, here it is. Ew, what is that? (laughs) So there are two uh, wings of a pigeon ripped off on the ground (laughs) together. (laughs) Why did you see that? Do you know the the tale of Lucifer, though? No. Like, God rips his wings off Lucifer and sends him down to Earth. Mm-hmm. Like, somehow, something or someone ripped the wings off a pigeon 
and now they're on the ground together. It looks exactly the way that God ripped Lucifer's wings from him. So how is this related to our hippo? Is that a sign? This is my own paradise lost right here. It is weird that they're together. That's yeah. what's making it really weird. <laughs> this is the worst thing you've ever made me look at. A couple days after we finished recording, I was looking through videos of Homosassa Springs on YouTube. So, how many more years do you think old Lucifer's got here? I'd say he's got 20, 25 more years. He's just a youngster, man, just out of high school. You know, he's, he's getting out of where he's graduating now. He's got a lot of years left. Scrolling through the comments on one video featuring Lucifer, I found one peculiar statement that left me puzzled. It read, The hippo's name is not and never was Lucifer. His name on his birth certificate is Lou. I replied to the comment, How do you know this? The user replied, I was a volunteer at the park, and I did several videos on the local history. I have researched Lou, and I have seen his birth certificate. I was prohibited from photographing it. On the next episode of All Would You Look at the Time, I contact that commenter. His name was Lou, his Lou was born Lou, and that's all there is to it. Which leads Allegra and I down a dark road, searching for the truth about Lou the Hippopotamus. Thank you for calling the San Diego Zoo and Safari Park. Talk to you soon. <laughs>